Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Jen? Wait, 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 we're doing it two weeks in a row! I know, we have a schedule now. Are we like the best ever? We are the best ever. Tell me what you've been up to this week. Uh, working and I need it to be over. (laughs) Besides that. Okay, we gotta talk Friends Reunion. Oh, yeah. But other than that, I'm not kidding. All I've done. So you watched it? I did. I watched it. Well, okay, so let me ask you this. Like, where are you at on Friends? Were you, like, a big Friends fan, or were you, like, in the middle? Here's the thing. I watched it, like, I watched it live from the beginning. Mm, got it. I mean, maybe, like, I came in after the premiere, mm-hmm. but, like, I remember the constant waiting and wringing of hands over and Rachel. Same. Same. Very stressful. Big deal. Yeah, it was. It was. It was huge. Like I don't. I actually think people don't understand nowadays how big it was because this was this was back when people actually watched television, <laughs> and they had to watch it live when it aired. You had to watch it live. It was. I'm trying to remember what Musty TV was. I think it was Friends, Seinfeld, and ER. That was Thursday night. Yeah. It and was it, it was they, a big night of TV. It was it was and everybody ruined. watched it. Everybody watched yeah, it. it. Everybody watched. Yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody was stressed out about Ross and Rachel. Like a handful of people had cable, and most everybody <laughs> <Right>. watched Friends. <laughs> so literally everybody else, we were handcuffed to <laughs> four stinky channels. Well, like today, it's like you can either watch the network show or there's some really cool series airing on a cable channel or on a streaming service right right right. but back then like tv shows on cable channels were in syndication yep it was either syndicated shows or movies or like talk show type stuff and like all the scripted programming was on network yeah that was the only way like instead of like buying the tape or the dvd of the movie you could get cable and like maybe Showtime would show it sometime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you had to wait. Like if you missed an episode and you didn't record it, you had to wait until summer reruns. Yes. God, I forgot about. Do you remember how? Yeah. <laughs> it was so stressful on Buffy nights because like I liked to tape them and then rewatch them. Except I didn't get into Buffy until, like, I didn't start watching it live until season three. I was really Same like, here. Same here. I didn't, yeah. My, I, was, I had a friend that was like, you have to watch it. And I'm like, nah. And then, like, season three, I watched it. I'm like, oh. I like, so I had to get the I DVDs. I had to get the DVDs and, and, and go and watch the, the past seasons. Right. Yeah. So I had to 
could get. So I relied on summer reruns on the CW, which was intermittent. They didn't play them in the same order, FYI. And, <laughs> and then they released a tape. This is like how old we are. A VHS tape set of season one. Mm-hmm. But it was not all the episodes. You just got like a smattering. You got a curated collection. Right. So I had to wait. I had to wait for season one and season two episodes for like three years to get it on summer rerun. So like Friends was one of those things that like you just watched it. Right. I mean, you even just watched it even if you weren't that interested in it. No. something to do. And it was like, I watched it. I remember I bought like the soundtrack Mm -hmm. and the soundtrack was, was, was from season one. Yeah. And like in between the the songs, the music yep. tracks, they would have like an audio clip of a scene from season one. Oh. And stuff. And I remember listening to that a lot. Yeah. And it was like I watched it because it's hard to say like if I watched it because and I was into it, or I was just into it because everybody was into it. I remember like, being super, it was just the thing. Yeah, I think it was a mix for me. Like I I was super excited because I'm trying to remember how old I was like it wasn't super sexual it wasn't that bad so my my parents are pretty chill about it so I I remember I got to watch it and I also remember like I waned on it over the years oh yeah it was it was one of those things that kind of came and went and that was always there yeah by the time we hit like season four I was like you know and we had gone well, and I I started, you know, I was going to you were to college. to college and everything yeah, through yeah. a lot of this, yeah. and so. But it was always there. It was it always was, there, and, and you always comforting. knew that when you watched an episode, you were going to laugh your ass off. You were going to laugh. It was even if it was a bad episode, it was a good episode. It was funny, you know what yeah. I mean? And like the nitpicking on Friends is fair. Well, and and Friends got a reputation after the season one. For having amazing finales. Yes. The season finale of Friends was like an event. It was a freaking event. It really, really was. Like you best And then show you up. had all summer to freak out about it. Yeah. It was always Ross and Rachel. It was and it was Robert always Robert. fucking. They were their money shot. Oh I swear God. to God. I feel like I've noticed like some Ross backlash over the years. Like, oh yeah. Was- People. It's, it's become cool. To hate Ross. hate Ross. And I don't hate Ross. I love Ross. Well, I here's the thing. I understand. Neurotic, but... Yeah. I understand what they were trying to do with Ross. Right. I think, like, at the time. Well, and I got it, like, because I'm rewatching the series because it, it's, like, the perfect while I'm working show because, like, I. Because you don't have it. to really look up right, or pay and attention. I know what's going on. Okay, right. So, like, I'm rewatching. I've hit it. I'm hitting the episodes where they break up. And this is why the reunion episode was such a big deal to me because I was like, I saw in the promo that they asked the question, were they yep. break? And I'm like, <laughs> I want to know this. Like, what does Jennifer Aniston think? And they all went down the line in the reunion and they said, yes, they were broken up. Yes. And I was like, thank you. I felt like I was the only person on the planet. Well, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of people nowadays, they don't like Ross because his notions and he was creepy and he did you know the way he pursued Rachel and the way he did this and it was like yeah, yeah but like none of that bothered me the thing <laughs> is, is it's really hard to separate that from how it was at the time and that's not making excuses 
because the 90s were full of all kinds of problematic shit. They were I mean, messy. I'm not it was, it was were... the freaking 90s. Look at Bill Clinton. I mean, come on. I've, right. I've had a lot of moments rewatching it. I'm like, oh, that joke wouldn't play one. Well. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay? Exactly. It There's was a, a different time. There's a lot of homophobia on Friends. And, There's and a it's, lot. It doesn't mean that we need to, like, excuse Ross. But, like, at the same no. time, I don't want to feel guilty for not ever having the Ross hate. I don't have it. That, that I, a I lot of the modern viewers like, have. I just don't feel like I even need to defend him. Like, well, they I, all have their shitty moments. I mean, right? They're all crappy characters that, like, they all did terrible things. Like, do we yeah. want to talk about how Joey not remembering who he slept with? Like, I mean, like, and re sleeping. Like, there, there were low moments. And Rachel was no prize. She was a spoiled no. Girl. She was a spoiled little brat. Monica, Monica was, was a, a complete... domineering, bossy right. bitch. Yep. <laughs> it's just like... like we can go down the line. Like there's problems yeah. with each of but them. But that's what, what made them it... fantastic. Is that none of them were perfect. No. Well, and I think like to me, as I'm rewatching these episodes with Ross and Rachel, I'm like kind of like it's interesting because I'm viewing it as a almost forty year old woman. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I actually think the show tried. To address that these innate personality characteristics are problematic in a relationship and can lead to a breakup. Correct. What happened. That was a, like a lot of people get mad about something that was like that was the whole point. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That was right. the whole point. It's like Oliver and Felicity breaking up over trust and being like, well, what? You know, like, well, because that's like. That's the problem. They're like, well, he should trust her. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why she's he did with them. And why didn't he? That's the discussion. <laughs> right. Let's talk. Right. And then I think I think that the impetus anymore is everyone needs their characters to be perfect. Well, right off, right yes, off the jump. And no mistakes. So that doesn't. But to me, like people don't get. That's not. That's never going to happen because that's not TV. The other thing I think the show well, did no, really no. well. They did two <laughs> things. Now I'm saying Ross was a completely jealous, neurotic boyfriend, and it's not. It was not cool. It okay? was not a great look on him. Not a great look. But they had Monica completely lay him flat. And be like, well, just because this guy's interested in Rachel doesn't mean he gets to sleep with her. And what's your effing problem? It was a really great scene. And they, and they played it serious. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the show acknowledged that Ross is being highly problematic. And then he explains to Rachel what his problem is. And essentially, he is, this is residual first wife trauma. You know what I mean? He lost, you know, his first wife to someone else and so he's very scared he's gonna lose Rachel to someone else now that doesn't excuse his behavior it doesn't make his behavior okay yeah and, an and, and it was, a, it was a wonderful it was a wonderful growth moment for him right to realize that his reacting to his fear is what lost her right right yes so when you see them essentially but he doesn't change the behavior so then it eventually his worst fear plays out right exactly and so, that's, like, and that, telling it, you where they're going with this, you know what I mean? So that part of it, I was really, but I, when it comes to the actual breakup, I've always been team Ross. Well, here's the thing. I'm team both of them. Yes, like, you I mean, know me. Is, like, this, okay, is, this, is, this is, this is, this is a very Cali reaction. Yeah. Like, I can see both sides of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. ro- technically on paper, yes. Ross didn't do up. anything wrong. However, I understand why Rachel was upset. Well, that line she says, well, you sure as hell had a hell of a time at the wake. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah, I get that. Like, him sleeping with, 
But see, my problem is now I'm rewatching all of this stuff, and there's like they've made comments about how oh Phoebe slept with, you know Monica's ex boyfriend an hour after they broke up, and and that was cool. Everyone's still friends. You know what I mean? Like it's they're uneven in how they approach breakup. Well, and also I think the reason Ross and Rachel's breakup was such like earth shaking. Yeah. Was because of the depth of feeling there. Yes. Like Monica's boyfriend, she like, wasn't really as care. in love with him That's as Rachel fair. was yeah. with That's Ross, fair. you know. Well, so it's like, think, yeah. Yeah. So like it's, Rachel's expecting a little bit more of a pause before jumping into bed with somebody, which, hey girl, I totally get that. But well, like, I think she was thinking of, we're taking a break so I can think over this. Well, again, and then we can even... we can reevaluate the relationship and maybe get you know be off a break and be back on. Well, this is why the this is like what you always and he say. viewed it completely differently. Right, like <laughs> I remember what you were saying a couple of weeks ago. You were like, you know, if it can if the if the plot can be avoided with a conversation, it's really not that great of a plot. Right. So like nobody <laughs> used their words. Yeah. And and disaster strikes when right. people don't use their words. Like, like it's shown time and time again. Like they have him calling her, and then she calls him, and then like Mark comes over, and like it's just like here's the thing. I and mean, here's the other thing I always really thought Friends did a good job with is as it was like clearly Ross and Rachel were not going to get together till the last episode. They were the big will they won't they. But what they did give us was Chandler and Monica. Now here's the thing with Chandler and Monica. I enjoy Chandler and Monica but they for me for me just for me are very much the B couple. Oh oh my god absolutely. Wait people think they're the A couple? No, 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 no. Listen, no. I know there's, I know Shell for one, oh, but many Shell. others. This might they be the are, first time Shell and I are disagreeing. They are, they're, she doesn't like Ross, Ross and Rachel. Oh, sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast um. won't make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, there's people who do consider them their A couple, and that's fine. Like, if you want to do that, go off. But the show considered Ross and Rachel the A couple, and I did too. Oh, because hell yeah. I always just tend to go along with whatever the show is doing, you know. Right, and... right, right. I, you know, that was that was really like I think that's really the best example of A and B couple out there because like they give you B, so they so you put up with all the bullshit at A. Oh yeah, because while while like me? literally while Monica and Chandler are getting married, Ra- Rachel is finding out she's pregnant with Ross's baby. Right, like well, literally as that's happening. As that's like, happening, can that you doesn't tell you who the A and B couple is? I don't know what will. <laughs> and I, it's 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 just I don't know, and I understand why some people prefer Monica and Chandler to Ross and Rachel because they hate Ross or whatever, but like. I don't know. That was never me. I never felt the like I need to see these two together because they were always just together. Like after they hooked up in London, they were just a couple. Right. It was never like, like they're gonna break up and never get back together. No, they didn't. There wasn't didn't that throw, drama. Yeah, and like oh, oh, Monica and Chandler weren't as annoying as Ross and Rachel. Well, but the writers weren't throwing them the the ridiculous, never-ending roadblocks to them no. not being together. You know, and, and and Rachel, I think it really comes down to. The individual preference between yeah. fluff and angst. Yeah. Well, there's girl. some people that they don't like any angst and yeah. they find it ruins whatever couple or characters. And 
All they want to see is somebody together and dealing with life together. They just want the fluff. But see, that's why I really loved the finale. I mean, that's the other reason why I love Friends is they nailed the finale. They did Mm. a really good job with it. 110%. And what I loved is, yes, after she gets off the plane, so um, she says to him, we're done being stupid. This is it. This is where I want to be. They acknowledged that a lot of the stuff that kept them apart was just their own immaturity. Mm-hmm. Well, and isn't that like the whole gist That's of the, the show? That's the whole point of the show. You're, like if you watch the reunion, if you watch the reunion, the producers say it's about that time in your life or your friends or your family. Right. And and so the, it's inherently about growing up. Right. And the story of Ross and Rachel is the story of growing up. Right. They had to learn how to be adults in adult relationships. The reason they the whole break thing happened in the first place is because they weren't fucking ready for each other. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think that really, for me, was the essential Ross and Rachel problem. Ross was done. He was ready to marry her probably week three of their dating. You know, oh, yeah. they have that great fight the first time that they say I love you. And Rachel was just, she was just not in that place. You know, and it was really about getting them to the same point. I, my, where I got a little like, okay, when when they're having the baby together and then they throw Joey in as a third point in the triangle. And I'm like, and here's, and here's where I offer the countering. This is the lower point of the show for me. I'm like, oh God. Here's, here's the counterpoint to you is me. (laughs) I didn't mind the Joey so much at the time. Because, like I say, I've always been, like, until it came to, like, Doctor Who and Arrow, I was, like, the very definition of a casual viewer. Mm -hmm. I always just went along with whatever was going on. Yeah. And when it came to the whole Joey thing, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's different. Okay. I'll watch that now. I liked it. I knew that it was going to end up Ross and Rachel, but I didn't mind, like, the detour. I liked it when Rachel, like, I thought it was great. I thought it was great for actually Matt LeBlanc when he got that. Cause they hardly ever gave Matt LeBlanc anything kind of meaty to really work with. So True. I, the, Joey being in love and have it being unrequited, like they hadn't done that story, you know, that like, was cute. I like that. I liked how cute that was. Right. We all knew Rachel was going to get together with Ross at some point. Like you had to be, you know, hang a sign out there, but when they started to have Rachel reciprocate and then they actually started to date, I was just kind of like, you know, yeah, I it, think it I'm felt not. bad after that. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm out. I'm out. But okay, so reunion. I was a fan of them reminiscing. I didn't love the reenactments of the scenes that I can just watch on HBO Max. <laughs> well, I just liked how, like, Ross and well, Ross, <laughs> David Schwimmer and Lisa Kudrow were the ones that clearly nailed the whole reading the scenes thing yes. over yeah. anybody else. Like, right. They, they were good. They were really good. Well, and you know, I feel like, I feel like too, like those two from an acting standpoint, I mean, Lisa Kudrow is, phenomenal like she really is I mean she's a cut above so yeah I think you're right I think the two of them really got into it I think Matt LeBlanc did a pretty good job but like I don't know 
Matthew Perry and Jennifer Aniston were like, we're just going to read her stuff. They were just phoning <laughs> it in. Yeah, there was some serious phoning it in. So from that standpoint, I was I, like, I don't need to see you redo these scenes. What I wanted was the dirt. So I was like super pumped when they were like, oh, yeah, Schwimmer and Aniston had a thing for each other. I'm like, now we're talking. Right. That's when I like sat I up and like, I was like, okay. Go- let's go down this road who's left with right. who? what's the shit I want and like they mentioned Brad Pitt I'm like we're not gonna linger on Brad Pitt being on the show <laughs> like, can we talk about that there's no Brad story see that was my frustration like they would start to reminisce and then they would like introduce oh hey here's a rando character who was you know what I mean you're like I don't care about Gunther <laughs> But but then on the other hand, you have Shell because I I talked to her while she was watching it, and she loved when they'd bring on the side characters. Oh, Oh, that was like her favorite part. Oh my god, I love that we're so opposite. That's hilarious. So you know, different people have different relationships to friends. For different strokes. (laughs) But no, I loved the revelation that they had crushes on each other. I was like, yeah. That was sweet, I that thought. That was really sweet. And I love that they just said we just channeled it all into Ross and Rachel. Well, and honestly, I know you and I have had this discussion. Mm-hmm. Privately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's something to be said for their whole thing. Like, you know what? We're just going to make it, keep it, put it into Ross and Rachel. And yeah. not go there. And not. Because that's a real, I mean, the art thing with that is when the actors do that stuff it potentially ruins the show it does potentially ruin the show like, which sets us into the discussion yes of, of a revelation that was made recently i think this week last week on twitter where they were talking to oh frig i forgot her name juliana margulies oh okay and about her and Clooney and whatever. And she talked about how they never. Oh, right. They never did anything because there were other instances of co-stars who did. And it did make their working life hell. I.E. Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard for Moonlighting. And David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson for X-Files. And everybody's all like, excuse me, what did you say? Yeah, she named names. She said they slept together in the pilot. And I was like, wait, did I just imagine that happened? Or did she actually just say that? Like, did that... She, did that the way she said it, like, everybody already knew. Wait, you're like, Juliana, none of us know that. Like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> like, wait a back up, back up, back up a minute. Like, this is all common excuse knowledge. Me? but the the point being that it's better when they don't sleep together because then if it ends badly then they hate each other for the entire duration of the show but don't you also feel you develop anti-chemistry right don't you also feel like that really answers the katie and steven thing yes it does Actually, like, it very much does. I yes. I feel more confident than ever oh, yeah. that they slept together in the pilot and then they oh, yeah. just hated each other. Hate Somebody didn't want to continue the whole thing. And yeah. yeah. And that was a, a, that's such a bad thing to do. That's such a stupid, dumbass, bullshit, just asshole thing to do. Just because here's the thing. Well, well, I've heard somebody refer to it as 
is you don't shit where you sleep. Yes. I think that's and what that's, George Clooney actually said to Juliana Margulis. Yeah, exactly. That, that's where I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, that's what, if, if our, our hypothesis is correct about Stephen and Katie, he shat where he slept. Yeah. Because then he had to deal with her fucking ass. Yep. Forever. Four years. <laughs> and then she kept coming back. She couldn't get fired totally. <laughs> couldn't get he rid tried. of her. He tried. But nope, she kept coming back alive. But it does explain a lot. I just really feel like, I mean, my mind is like, I kind of knew, I knew Bruce Willis and Sharon, uh, or Sybil, Sybil Shepard hated each other. I yeah. did not know they slept together in the pilot. I and think I had heard no it. idea about Duchovny. No, no. I was like, what? What? Honestly, I didn't know they hated each other. But you know what? You know what the other big I did know that they hated each other. The one, the other big one is the castle peeps. Because I think they dated and like they couldn't even be in the same Stana, whatever. And then what's his name? Why can't oh, I remember yeah, 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 yeah. Nathan Fillion. And, yeah, and... that guy. He's kind of an asshole, but um, yeah. They, they, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, that's another great one. And they like they couldn't even do promo shots together. Like it was like season four, and they were photoshopping like them together. It was awful. And it's just, yeah, just don't see. So there's there's something to be said for when they can hold back mm-hmm. and, and channel and that into the show. Channel though those feelings into their characters to make the characters really special. Yeah. I totally and agree. then that, that way they can remain friends. I mean, look how close a oh, tight knit yes. the Friends cast was at that right. reunion. It was beautiful. Also, you're in Hollywood. There's a 99% chance it's not going to work out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Who are you fucking kidding? I'm a pilot. Who sleeps with their Coast Guard? pilot. Like, there's, there's very little chance of lasting love in that, in that town. So. You sleep with, like, the co-star. Or not the co-star. The, um... The like day the, player, the yeah, guest star. Like, or like the camera guy or something. <laughs> well, not even that, but like the, the guest star. Somebody who's there for yeah. an episode or two and then is gone. Done. Yeah. Like like Helena. You sleep with Helena. Yes, absolutely. Which, you know, he probably did, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. So true. <laughs> oh, but I even love Lisa Kudrow even more because she said the thing that we always say. Because they, they were like, oh, do you think you guys are ever do a movie? And she's like, no, that's really. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no. And she's like, but it's really up to the creators. And I agree with them that they were like, they wrote this really wonderful finale. Everyone's happy. And if yes. they put the characters back together, they have to undo all of that. I love that she said that. that because I want to take that to like all the Arrow fans, fans of any other TV show. It's like, let's bring it back and say, no. no. See, this is why I want to like, I want to like put it, embroider that on a pillow and put it somewhere <laughs> in my house. I'm the like, the only, the only, the only, you know, time when that's not true is when they don't end with a happy ending. You know well, what I mean? It's funny. My husband, because he was, I think he didn't fully understand how much I really loved Friends. And I was like, I'm really getting into it again because I'm rewatching everything. And he's like, wait a minute. He's like, so, and I'm not a comedy person. So he was like, so is it your favorite comedy? I'm like, yeah, it totally is my favorite comedy, but I don't think I appreciated it in my younger years. It was a given in the younger years. Yeah, and I said, I think I was confident shows like that would always exist. And I have learned they do not. The quality (laughs) 
television. <laughs> it's not going up, guys. It's, it's spotty. It's yeah. just spotty. It's spotty, at best. It's spotty at best. And he was like, well, you probably, did you like it better than How I Met Your Mother? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, I can't actually rewatch How I Met Your Mother because the rage I feel. Yeah. Because it ended so badly. Poisons the whole show for me. Like, I remember they were talking about like, oh, maybe we end on Ross and Rachel ambiguously. And I was, I would have had the same reaction if they ended Ross and Rachel not together or ambiguously, it would have poisoned the show. But here's the thing. And and that's why it makes me so sad when I see people and I've seen people do this recently where they say they're mad that Rachel got off the plane, that that she should have gone to France and had her best career life, and it's just like... Can we talk about that realistically, though? How the hell do you share custody in two different countries? You don't. You don't. I'm you don't. so confused. Here's the thing. I never understood that. Here's the thing. Here's, here's what I believe happened. She either got an equally fantastic job in New York. Right. Or he went to France with her. Like, what one of those you? two things happened. Yeah, they never say where they live. Here's the other thing. I love Jennifer Aniston. Everybody just assumes she got off the plane. That means she didn't go at all. It's not going to work, you guys. Like, it's not like the woman like, is not going to have any career. She's going to go home and stay home and be pregnant. But on apron, you know. I, well, and here's the other thing. Like, I think, like, and it wasn't like Ross didn't want her to have the job. He was very excited for he her. He just didn't want to lose her and didn't Emma want to lose overseas. Her to the job. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is kind of the impetus of the breakup in the first place. You know what I mean? So it's a lot about Oh, did I lose you? Um, it's oh, okay. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> me. It's not just about Ross you know, it he was excited for her on the career standpoint, but that did make him realize, no, I'm never going to be with her. You know, if she's living in France and that got his act together. But I, I love Jennifer Aniston's idea that she, that Rachel started her own clothing line. Oh yeah. That's I was like, oh, idea. that's fantastic. Yeah. Or and that's very, very team. Rachel. Yes. That'd be so Rachel. Couldn't you see that? Yes. Here's what, really here's what made me laugh though, was Courtney saying that, Oh, Monica's is that mother at uh, elementary school mother, you know, and I'm like, honey, your kids are graduating high school this year. <laughs> right. I was a little like, there's math that needs to be done here, sweetheart. In 17 years, the twins are going to college. <laughs> and I don't know if people know this, but Ben, the actor who played Ben, is yes. that dweeby guy on Riverdale. That everybody thinks is so hot. What's his name again? Dylan Sprouse. Or... Dylan Sprouse. Oh wait, isn't it or the Cole other Sprouse? One, one of the Sprouse. Sprouse. It was it was played by both. So. Yeah, they did both. <laughs> so I'm always like, interesting, interesting. Okay, so I watched Greenland. It's a movie on Netflix, Netflix? or yeah. HBO. No, it's on Amazon. So it must be HBO. Okay. I can't keep my streaming services straight, I swear. And I feel like it continued to support my idea of just go to the blast zone. (laughs) If it's the end of the world. Like You don't wanna listen suffer. No, I don't wanna survive nuclear effing winter in a bunker of like thirty what, three thousand people and then like have to go rebuild the world. That's a lot of work. (laughs) 
that's another thing. I don't understand. Like, I I wasn't necessarily with him on that. We must like fling ourselves across the country so that we can, so we survive. It's like, so we can live. And I'm like, he, he I don't know. Dad had the right idea. Dad was just like, I'm gonna die here where your mother died with our horses. And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Like, why are we racing to Greenland? That's because that's the world. movie. <laughs> Listen, we're all going out in a blaze of glory together. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Who it's wants okay. to live forever? Nobody does. There's <laughs> other stuff. But it'll, it, there's better stuff coming our way. So you just, you're like, okay, this is the time where the good Lord's going to take me. I am not running. I'm going to get a big, like, that scene where you went up to the roof and it was all those 20-year-old kids who were going, like, F you, comment. I'm like, that's going to be me. I'm going to be on a roof watching my shows. Right. Well, and also, okay, so let's talk about Greenland for a second, because that moment where he went back for the kids' medicine. Right. Okay. Here's here's my problem with that. Yeah. (laughs) There was a lot of not logical decision-making in this movie. Here's the thing. In in an apocalypse situation where the, the, the mood of the people is quickly devolving right and the center is not holding anymore right people are in a panic you do not get separated on purpose and here's the other thing (laughs) oh my god you're going into a bunker where you would think if they are saving you from whatever he says well the whole idea is that they weren't going to bring him on because he had a condition yeah but But like they kept him in the bunker anyhow, so, like, they must have had something. They had some supplies with them, you know what I mean? I was like, also, if you're just gonna, if you're gonna die... Why not just die now? Why are we worrying about the diabetes medicine? I'm just like, what is, what is, what is happening right now? I don't understand. It was, it was not... It was, it was just stress for the kid, the and then, of stress. And like, mom gets in the car with the stranger, and I'm like, every time, every well, time they Did get in you the car. recognize the stranger? Yes. That was a, okay. The okay, second for our next thing. <laughs> yeah. That was the husband, the ex-husband from Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> Listen, you guys, if you're not watching Mayor of Easttown, get yourself some HBO Max and watch get it. Get on it. The it's finale like, is airing on Sunday. You will not want to miss this. It's so stressful. I'm so stressed out. It, it's, 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 it's been stressful from the start, but yeah. somehow it also feels like they've been amping up the stress. I also feel like it's like it's been like moving. It's not a glacial pace, but it's like it's a very slow burn, but also it feels like really stressful burn. And now I just feel like we're on the downward slope here and I can't catch my breath and I don't know what's happening. And I can't guess who this freaking killer is. Well, here's the thing. Me I don't think. I don't think it's Billy. I think Billy was drunk. I think maybe Billy just, doesn't know. Maybe Billy thinks he did it. I think Billy, yeah. Well, he thinks he did it because you saw uh, Tom or whatever, John. With Tom's, the blood. Whatever. Right. You saw him talking to him being like, and tell me, say it, say it out loud. You right. know, he was coaching him was he basically recording? to say it. Was he recording it? Is that what was happening? I don't know. Maybe, probably. I feel like he was recording. Here's it. what I think is going to happen: either 
one way or another, Billy isn't making it out of this this standoff alive. Right, because they put a gun in a fishing box, tackle box. The, and the twit's going to blame Billy, be like, oh, Billy's a burger. And they'll be like, case closed. And then they'll like find out, no, no. Kind of like, what's its name? Um, the one with the girl and the, the cop and the other cop. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the road. What is it called? Not the following. It's not the following. It's the, oh, what's it called? See, now I'm going to have to look it up on IMDb. It's anyhow, I saw. I can't even remember I, his name. I saw a very interesting article that talked about the son. Uh, Ryan or whatever his name is. Yeah. The, the boy. And how he knows something. Yeah. Either he 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 might have done the killing. You think the boy did? Or his yeah. dad? He thinks well, dad no, did. they're saying that, like the dad is is probably the, the, the father of the baby. Well, so they pulled out that picture because we don't have confirmation on which uncle was messing around with her. Right, exactly. So mm-hmm. So it could be the dad that that's the father of the baby and the kid knew and that's why he killed her accidentally on purpose. I don't know because the article brought up how the crime scene where they found the bullets and the tree and everything was really messy. Mm. There was a lot of ricochets and stuff. And yeah. then they, they talked about that scene that I forget who oversaw the father talking to the son being like, no one, no one has to know. We're not gonna, yes. You don't have to tell anybody. And she just assumed it was, a, it was the affair. But yes. he also let his mom think that. Correct. He didn't actually say what it was. Correct. So, but here's the other thing, and this is what I love about you and me because we have the same thoughts. The guy who's playing the writer boyfriend... Oh, yeah, he totally looks shifty as hell. Like, he was my choice right, up until, like, an a, episode ago. What, it's Memento Guy. How do you get Memento, the Memento guy? guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. You get Guy Pierce to play, you know, her boyfriend, and we're just, he's really playing a boyfriend? That's it? I mean, maybe he's Guy Pierce needs to make a more. I mean, I don't know. What's I think we're going to find out he's done something shifty. Not this shifty thing, but something shifty. I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't trust that guy. It's just, I just have a hard time. It's in our DNA. Not to, to be he was in the Count of Monte Cristo as the asshole guy. Right. It was like, okay, I get that you'd really want to work with Kate Winslet and maybe he's having financial difficulties and needs to make a mortgage payment. But like, also, I don't understand how you get Guy Pierce to sign on to play a boyfriend. I would have the same problem if, if Kate Winslet was just playing somebody's girlfriend. It's like, it's freaking Kate Winslet. What are you talking about? What is going on? Did you hear there's going to be a season two? <gasps> really? That's what I heard. Excited. Oh, it's The Killing. I never watched that. Oh, you should. It's really good. Like, the first season. Speaking but, of mystery. It's bad. Not good in the fourth season, but the first three seasons are good. <laughs> I started watching Dark, oh, which Nick, is on Netflix. Nick watches that, and he, I just let him. It's I don't watch that. I don't think I'm going to get it. I like see it in the background. I'm like, this looks like, a, at first I thought it was like a murder mystery, but then it kind of goes sci-fi and I'm like, I think I'm out. I'm thinking it's, out a, it's like sci-fi. a time travel murder mystery, whatever thing. I've only a couple episodes in, 
but there's a website like an official website that's dead handy like you can put in what season what episode you've watched yeah and it'll give you like all the information you need to know up until that point well that's pretty handy who built that the people who make the show really (laughs) yes well that's helpful so i have that open on my laptop and like as soon as i finish an episode i like pull up like the cast of characters i'm like okay who's this person again okay what do they know okay why is this significant okay what's this place and it like tells me all the stuff it's very handy. Oh, <laughs> I almost just want to watch it just so I can use the fun little website that the creators made. Like it's a very fun stuff. website. It's a very like, nifty website. I feel like we, there needs to be more like helping people along and keep track of plot. Like yeah, there need to be more websites like this yeah, to kind of keep exhausting. us all. It's exhausting. It Do you know how nice it would have been when we were doing our blogs like just to post a link? Instead of having to do all the heavy lifting. Right. Nice. There were so many times I was like, I wish there was just on a website somewhere. Already, somebody already wrote this. So I could just be like, here, this is where you go. Jen, you still would have written your 20-page episode theses. I would have. Oh, and people are wondering, yes, Lauren and I are going to watch season two. I'm just, I think I might have to let the reviews go. Well, how many, you are the most frustrating woman on the face of the planet. I know. I just, because like, I've I been know. saying, let them go. I know. From day fucking one. I know. I listen to you. Eventually. Eventually. Like, <laughs> you know how, like, you're Nick? He also made that suggestion. Like, what? Just talk about it on the podcast. I'm like, I know, but I feel like I have to write it, too. Why? Like, why do you like, feel why? like you have, you have to? See, like, you two are, like kind of freaking me out now because now you're like we're actually like, having the exact same argument I had with my husband <laughs> because husband. Nick and I are the same isn't you're he a Sagittarius um he was born in February so oh, I don't... never mind no okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he is probably Aquarius I feel like I might not be a Libra anymore yeah October 18th am I still a Libra yeah okay I'm pretty sure I guess. Yeah, I think you are. Anyways, so yeah, Lauren and I are, are going to get back to it. Oh, is who went to the Dateline? The who? The Dateline was about Scott Peterson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying the whole he's innocent bullshit. Get out of here with that. But like, do you feel bad for the sister-in-law? Because I no. feel like, I mean, <laughs> I try to put my, myself in her shoes, okay? No. She's got this, she's got this murder board and like you know, all the different ways it can possibly be Scott, even though it literally spells Scott out, like, clearly on the murder board, like, he's actually the most logical choice, like, if you're really considering. Well, it was so funny watching the the whole thing, and she's like, well, that, you know, they all say this, but that could just be this, and it's like, you're doing a lot of, it could just be this. Right. When it's, it's, what is it they call when it's, like, the most... Yeah, like the, the simplest solution. Usually... Yeah, the right. simplest solution is often the truth. You know what I mean? Correct. Like their whole thing, what they've hung their hat on is that the robbers across the street kidnapped her, kept her for days until the police revealed Scott's alibi, and then they killed her in the exact spot Scott had an alibi. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, these are some mastermind criminals at work here who just tried to, like, rip off a couple 
it takes it takes less mental gymnastics to say scott hired some thugs to go break into the house across the street to kind of give him give give him some shade right oh i didn't even think about that i'm telling you girl um yeah that makes more sense to me I yeah think about that. i just thought it was random occurrence shit happens i mean it's, it's, it's either random things. or or he orchestrated it yeah that but could be it he fucking I mean, killed I tried, his... to, I tried to think about it from the sister-in-law's perspective and i was like i understand why she's grasping at straws because the idea that your husband is related to somebody who murdered his pregnant wife kind of horrifying it's, it's pretty uncomfortable thought to have to live with so i understand that this these delusions are actually more comfortable for her but, but like to go on dateline and spew this and be like we're we're getting them off a of death death row I'm like no you're not well so i guess he's getting a new trial just on the death penalty yeah but they want to like overturn the whole thing yeah that's not happening the guy got a. He had. Here's the other thing. The guy, first of all, he's a white man, so he had the best legal defense money could buy. All right. This was not. He had Garagos, who's like Mr. You know, attorney to the stars, whatever. So yeah, like, but the the, like the, he, the prosecution at Gloria Allred. Yeah, it's like it's not like it's not like <laughs> they didn't, didn't bring their best and brightest to this. You know, I was like, this was like the criminal case of the year. So I'm just. And they had a mountain of evidence. That's the other thing. Like, why did he buy a boat? The boat was a gift for his father-in-law. I was like, what? That he never told him about. Okay. The other thing. Scott's a bad liar. Like, he's not... Well, my problem with him is he's, he's too smooth. Yeah. And, like, I get like real sociopath from him like the lack of emotion oh that was that's kyle kyle is my husband is like a sociopath like detector (laughs) like a human sociopath detector he's got like he's dealt with them he gets upset about them they're crazy he's been victimized by sociopaths yeah yeah so he's like on alert so like he watches scott pearson he's like this guy is the Worst fucking sociopath. He's the sociopath of sociopaths. Like, right? It's like there's nothing but darkness there. It's a it's a black hole. He has no emotional anything. No. Like it's just nothing. There's just nothing. I'm the just, the, just... the whole the whole bit with him talking to Amber Fry on the phone right? at his wife's vigil I'm and being like, Eiffel I'm standing Tower. by the Eiffel Tower right now. There's with so many beautiful people. candles. Like what? No yeah. sane person does that, you guys. No sane person does that. Oh, that the other bad. one I'm really pumped about because it took freaking forever and it's driving me nuts is that Lori Vallow, Daybell, Chad and Lori Daybell, the ones that killed their kids because they're part of some cult. I missed that one. Oh, girl, this is like a whole thing. Like, they, <laughs> these people, like, they've killed multiple husbands and wives, and like the grandparents or the adopts. I don't know. It was grandparents. They were like, hey, where's our grandson? And like, she wouldn't produce him. And they're like, like, we had courts asking, like, hey, Lori, produce this child on date this. And then she just wouldn't. And then they just didn't do anything about it. 
So she's been in Hawaii on the run. They finally arrested her. They found bones in the backyard of Chad's house. Yikes. That's that's... That's never a good sign. But it like took forever for the grand jury to indict them. And everyone's just like, just tell us where your kids are. And they won't answer because they killed them. They like actually think their people become zombies. So they, that's like the thing. They think the end of the world is coming. And those who don't believe that the end of the world is coming are zombies. And so if you're a zombie, you have to die. I'm not, I, I wish I was making this up because it's actually, it's a horror show, but like that is legit what they think. <laughs> it's kind of like when you find out like on Scientology, like remember watching that South Park episode? Where, like this is what Scientology really believes. I was like, wow that's like the top tier like the alien invasion that kind of stuff yeah it's like that Scientology is like really weird like creepy it worries it worries it's worrying it's worrying well guys if you're wondering why Tom Cruise hasn't had anything to do with Surrey Cruise for x number of years it's because he can't because if you're not in Scientology you can't be around people who are in Scientology it's like a whole thing and that's why he didn't want Katie to get a divorce. Right. See, we're just here for the facts, guys. We're just we're just giving you pearls of truth here. That's all. That's all it. Right. it. Sometimes it's not pretty, but we're here. I know. <laughs> Bringing in murder. <laughs> so we got friends from and friends, friends to, to murder, murder in Scientology. Listen, you get a broad spectrum of television entertainment for us. What can we say? <laughs> yes, you do. All right, and guys. we'll be here next Friday. Next so. Friday, so start sending us questions. We need ideas and want to yes. talk about all your things. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr 